Welcome to Your Untamed Life, the podcast bringing you stories of transformation, growth, fear, success, alignment, challenges, and more, with the intention to inspire you and light you up to find your unaligned path of transformation and let it unfold in front of you without letting fear hold you back. I'm Amanda Petra, your host and passionate human being. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, it's so good. And we're going to do this standing. So bear with us, everyone. (laughs) If I'm moving around a lot, that's why I'm standing. Yeah, it's so good. But amazing. I am so glad you're here. I'm so excited. And like doing this podcast is my favorite thing because I get to dig into everyone's stories and I don't know much about yours. But what I do know is has been really fascinating and really interesting. And I'm so excited for the listeners to hear about it. Thank you the wrestling related thing let's just oh my god (laughs) we're just getting that out in the open straight up I love it (laughs) yes we can leave it for now I feel like it's going to surface later (laughs) amazing possibly yeah okay well come on it's so good (laughs) perfect let's start with you know I'd love to dig into where at now tell the listeners if like like where at with life and business yeah so I am a mum to a beautiful 11-month-old girl, Elsie. I have my dream husband and a highly anxious caboodle. When I'm not with Elsie, I'm spending all my time working on Hive Society, which is an online community for Australian-based women. And we really focus on mindset, strategy, and connection. And I'm the mindset part of that. Like I have an online course, which is accessible via the online community. It's all about positive psychology, mastering your mindset and achieving anything you want in life. And then the strategy part is where the actual community members come in. That's where all of the brilliant women inside Hive Society who all have this incredible years and years of expertise in their own field, we all come together and help one another and jump on brainstorming calls and have monthly masterclasses and whatever questions you have in business, they'll be there to answer them. And then connection, like I just said, we've got the community itself, which is all about asking questions, answering questions, getting feedback on design, copywriting, whatever it might be, and just talking to one another like normal human beings. Then we've also got the weekly brainstorming sessions, which you can jump on and just like nut out ideas or challenges that you're working through. And if you're Perth-based, we've also got in-person events like paint and sip, pottery painting, brunches and lunches and things like that. So that's where all of my time is going right now, Elsie and Hive Society. I love that. And I just became a founding member, so I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I loved all the meetups before and yeah, I couldn't imagine anything better. Those are like all of the key elements that I've always wanted (laughs) in my life and in my business for sure, because it just gets lonely in business. It does. And that was my big problem in my first business. It's extremely lonely. And there were so many times where I felt like I was stalling and procrastinating more than I was actually getting work done because I was just stuck and I didn't know who to turn to and I didn't know what to type into the Google bar. And it's so frustrating when you're trying to accomplish your dreams, but when you're starting, you just don't know what steps to take so I'm trying to just eliminate that stuckness and like whatever question you have wherever you're at what you're feeling like just take it to the hive and we'll 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 help you work through it that's that's where I sort of 
that's what I want for everyone within Hive Society. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that was my experience too. You just feel stuck. And sometimes you get like one person that you can ask something on and then that question moves you forward in like yeah. real life. And I'm like, okay, now we have access to that at any time we need it. That's so, so amazing. Exactly. Even if they can just refer you on to someone else, like the answers are gonna, you're going to find the answers. There's enough people to like figure anything out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes you don't even know what your questions are. And like just watching other people move forward in their business is just so, so helpful because you're like, oh, okay, that's what I could be doing. <laughs> like, that's it. There's no roadmap for business. So I have no idea until I see someone else's kind of roadmap. That's exactly right. And you can like look at your own challenges from different perspectives and get new ideas, new eyes on you, you know? So yeah amazing yeah I'm passionate about it <laughs> I can see that how did the um like positive psychology part evolve oh yeah so I guess I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just start with my story hey <laughs> okay let's yeah go so, back then how far back do we have to go <laughs> let's go back to about like 23 24 I'm 33 now so um you know nearly eight nine years ago um I was just in that phase of life where everything just feels hard. You know, you're going through like big breakups and you don't really know what you want to do with your life. And like, you've just, like, I just had a big breakup of like after like five years of being with someone and I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I'd been through 14 jobs by this point And I was like, I hate all of them. <laughs> I was like, I, there's got to be something better out there. And I was just generally like, a bit of a victim of life like oh why does this keep happening to me like I don't know what I want everything every job I have is crap like I hate it all like life is just like you know one little one hit after another and like there was there was even one point where my mom and stepdad they were renovating the whole house like major renos and the roof was off at one point and there was like a tarp over it and the, a big storm came through and I'm literally laying in bed getting rained on oh, and I'm like, the lowest of low moments rock bottom oh my God. I can so envision that that's so bad okay. and then what happened from there so I was chatting to one of my beautiful friends and um, she gave me the book, The Secret. And interesting. I got, yeah, because I'm at, yeah, I'll explain this a, a little bit more. Um, I got three things from The Secret. I got a gratitude practice, visualization, and the idea that you have to get extremely clear on what you want. That's what I took away from it. Because as a whole, I still had this kind of a little bit of skepticism about manifestation. Like I grew up really not spiritual in the slightest. And um, I loved the whole idea of the secret. And I was obsessed with it. Still a little bit skeptical, but like I was really coming around to the idea. And um, I just, like, I wanted to tell everyone about it. I'm like, this is mind blowing. Like I started doing a gratitude practice and it changed my world. Like you just write down 10 things that you're grateful for every morning. And then suddenly your whole day is spent finding things that are good rather than finding things that are bad or rough or like hard. Yeah. And it under the rain tarp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it just completely flipped the way that I was sort of viewing the world. 
And that was massive for me. It literally, like, I can't understate it and like overstate it enough. It changed my life, just having that mindset switch to finding the good things in every day rather than focusing on the bad. Because I was kind of that person who was just like, oh my God, wait until I tell this person the crap that's happened to me today. (laughs) And then you start like, you know, molding your story, your sob story. And like, it's focusing on it the whole day. And that's not good. That's like, yeah, makes you feel awful. So just that simple mindset switch to gratitude was massive for me. Um, So I wanted to tell everyone, but there was just that part of me who's like, everyone I know, they are just going to dismiss it as like woo-woo crap, basically. I'm like, how can I tell them without coming across as a bit like just a bit too woo-woo for them? Mm. They won't take it seriously and I need them to take it seriously. So that's when I sort of started looking into positive psychology and like the actual science behind manifestation and the science of happiness and science behind, you know, molding your brain in order to become a person that you're truly proud of. So yeah, what I really wanted to do, my first thought was, why don't they teach this stuff in schools? Like basic things like gratitude and um, mindset. Like why why did I get to 23, 24? And I didn't even know that you could actively practice gratitude and it changes everything about the way you're feeling like how did I get to that age and not know that so I wanted to teach it in schools and in order to do that I really felt like I needed to know the science behind it so from there I just set out to figure it out and there's a lot of science behind it science behind just manifestation in general and that's really what my course is about amazing yeah. I remember when I found the secret, my parents found it. It was so interesting. And yeah. I was like, what is this? But it's so powerful. I remember it how it was delivered though. It was so interestingly like, like marketed. <laughs> and did you watch the movie? Yeah. Yeah. We watched it together and I was like, uh-huh. Okay. But like, I, I understood it like intuitively. I was like, yeah, this is like legit, but yeah. How do we do yeah. it? So interesting. But yeah, like it's, you know, creating new neural pathways and all of that. That's the science behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of science behind it. Like there's the reticular activating system, which is responsible for filtering and prioritizing the info that presents itself to you every day. So if you're focusing on what you do want and like repeating it constantly in your head via positive affirmations and, um, you know, visualizing what you want every day and, you know, like practicing gratitude about what you want when it's always at the front of your mind and the reticular activating system can filter and prioritize all the information that is related to what you want so then you are seeing the things the opportunities that present themselves you know Mm -hmm. so and then there's like neuroplasticity and then there's just all the positive psychology interventions so there's so much science behind manifestation that takes it from like woo woo to real evidence-based stuff and I'm so I love it I love it yeah I love that sorry that's why I wanted to do your course because I was like I know all these things and I know all the science but I really want to connect it completely um it's so cool do you know when the word woo-woo started is this like an Australian thing (laughs) wiping it off with the word (laughs) woo-woo 
Yeah. It is just because we were never taught it in school that people think, you know, it can't be real. But I feel like so much of we learned, like what we learned in school was like not even real anyway. It's like history from the side of the winner and like all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah not biased at all. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so yeah, that's amazing. Um, where can we go with this then? So how does like, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> so what, what made you feel like this was needed in the Perth community? Well, so I, in 2013, I became a teacher and um, just walking, just as a, t- and I was a relief teacher, by the way. So that means I was in, you know, different classrooms every single day. I saw thousands of children in short spaces of time and wow. you could just see how desperate, like desperately needed this kind of stuff was in schools, positive psychology, especially And thankfully, around the same time, positive education was like on the rise. So people were taking notice and um, and like, thank God, because it's just so important to me. Still not enough people are on board, not enough schools are on board with it. But um, it was just so evident that we needed to teach this from a young age. So that's why I really got passionate about it. And I wanted to teach every kid that I saw. Unfortunately, as a relief teacher like you have to teach whatever the classroom teachers left you so I didn't always get the opportunity and that's when I started my first business which is called Inspire Happy Humans I don't put any time into it now but I um what it was like I had these massive dreams for Inspire Happy Humans like huge but what I ended up doing because I had also ridiculous limiting beliefs that held me back from making those dreams come true at that time which I've since worked through but what I ended up doing with that um that business was I made a ton of online resources like downloadables and I sold them on a website called Teachers Pay Teachers which is a huge database of downloadable teaching resources and I put I think like 20 to 25 resources up there and that was in like 2016 to 2019 and hundreds of thousands no not not hundreds of thousands hundreds <laughs> if not like a thousand or so um teachers have downloaded those resources and they've ended up in classrooms all over the world I've spoken to teachers from like America Ireland Canada and they all have positive psychology resources in their classrooms which just was amazing for me to know that and it was also an incredible stream of passive income for me. So I have, although I didn't make these massive dreams come true, Inspire Happy Humans was exactly what I needed it to be because I got the word out to people all over the world and I'm making a difference in a number of different classrooms. And to this day, even though I have not touched Inspire Happy Humans, I'm still getting that passive income from the resources that I uploaded and I still sell. So side note, definitely have some kind of form of passive income. Like everyone probably listening to this has skills and experience and knowledge that you could probably put into some kind of downloadable package and sell it on Etsy or something like passive income is so helpful because with that income, I've paid for like my community platform, my website, my emails, like, yeah, 
side note, get passive income. <laughs> That's a good side note. But people have, like, we all have limiting beliefs with that stuff too. Cause we're like, oh, you know, like I'm not good enough to do that. Or like, that's not going to be like, it's not going to actually come to fruition. Like, why would I even put effort into that? And then we all just kind yeah. of blow that off. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I love that- how you found like the back door to like actually inspiring teachers to teach that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to find a way because that was actually one of my huge blocks, my huge limiting beliefs. Like I was like, I want to teach parents and teachers the tools of positive psychology so they can teach their children. But I was like, oh, but I'm not a parent myself. Like back then I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So how can I talk to parents? They won't take me seriously. And then I'm like, oh, what about teachers? Well, I'm not a full-time teacher. I've only done relief work. At the time, it was really hard to get a job. Imagine that. Um, (laughs) So I'm like, I can't uh, speak directly to teachers. They won't take me seriously. I haven't been a full-time teacher. And I just had this belief that what I knew just wasn't enough. I didn't have enough experience behind me in order to share what I knew. And like, even now, sometimes that crops up for me, like, you know, positive psychology, but you're not a psychologist. So who are you to teach this? But like, you know, I, I studied at university. I've got the qualification. I've, I've, you know, taken it upon myself to read as much as I can, listen to as many podcasts as I can and do my own research. I've implemented it into my own life. Like, who am I to keep this to myself? You know, like, there is someone out there who desperately needs what you've got, whether that be anyone really, like your experiences, your beliefs, your ideas, your knowledge, your skills. Somebody needs that exact package. So stop holding back. Like you need to put it out there. And that's what I've always reminded myself of as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't say it better. And is that kind of the same thing that drove you to go through university and stuff? Were you like imagining that you would teach teachers and change the systems? Well, so I start, I've been to, okay, I've been to uni (laughs) way too many times. Oh, really? Tell me more. (laughs) I started with um, a Bachelor of Communications, which is like marketing, advertising and creative services. And I really enjoyed studying it. But then I went out into the real world and started working at a car dealership in the marketing agency. And it was the most miserable job I have ever had. (laughs) Yeah. And how is that? Like, that's the most typical like route. Like that's where you're meant to go. And that's all you're meant to do back then. Yeah. 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 Well, like it's funny that you enjoy studying something but then applying it to the real world and working in that industry like oh two very different things yeah and so I went back and I studied teaching because I wanted to be a teacher and I was I loved it I was so passionate about it but then there was all the problems within that world as well like there's no focus whatsoever on the well-being of children or there wasn't at that point and it was all about like everyone fit this mold um learn xyz and the curriculum is always overpacked and it's just so overwhelming as a teacher and as a student and as a parent like it doesn't work for anybody so then i started my self development journey and i just felt this need to like give that to the teaching community as well nice. anyway 
I forgot your question. So, <laughs> so you went to uni that many times and like, what are these 14 jobs that you had? <laughs> oh my God. So I'm, many. I'm very much like you. I had a lot, but I don't know if I can count 14 or maybe, maybe. <laughs> so I've, I have worked at a kebab place. I've worked for my dad. I've worked um, at the car dealership, at a law firm, at um, or driving around those tiny little smart cars with like the trailer on the back doing advertising. Oh my god! Um, what else? Obviously a teacher. Um, just a huge random selection of jobs. I've worked at like a sign making place. I worked at um, like in other little marketing jobs as well, but just nothing ever felt right so yeah I had to take it upon myself to do my own thing (laughs) that's where like all of my purpose sort of just fell into place that's beautiful but yeah I felt the same and like if we can't fit the mold then just create your own mold so exactly (laughs) um yeah so you started to inspire happy humans and then did you go straight to hive society well I guess um, in that business, I I loved what I did and I had so much purpose and meaning in what I did, but I also had so much holding me back. And the fact that it was hard, it, like, obviously it's going to be hard, but it was so hard. And I just, I was so lonely, like just sitting at my computer all day. I was overwhelmed constantly where I just was paralyzed. I just like, I have all this stuff I want to do, but I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to implement it. And I was just frozen. And I honestly felt like, like I I mentioned this before, but I was just spending more time procrastinating than I was creating. And I felt all just stuck all the time. And that was so frustrating. I felt like I wasted so much time. And then you go into this spiral of like, oh, why do you keep procrastinating? Why are you so lazy? Like, what's wrong with you? And it was bringing out all this stuff that I thought I was working through and I wasn't. So yeah, I just, um, I knew that something had to change and that's where kind of the idea of Hive Society began. I was like, we need, I need a community yeah people that I can turn to and make genuine connections with and who can help me work through my problems or just sit there and listen to me and understand me because they've been in the same place that I'm in right now and I still wanted to teach positive psychology and the science behind manifesting and how to achieve everything you want in life so I just sort of started bringing it all together and that's where Hive Society was born. Mm-hmm, amazing. When, when about was that? When did you start that? That was actually a couple of years ago. That was, and it started with just monthly catch-ups. I'd say two years ago. It just monthly brunches, monthly lunches. And that's where I started really building solid connections. And those connections helped me so much in, you know, getting clarity on my ideas and what I needed and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to take Hive Society. And um, I'm kind of glad that I did take like a good year and a half there just building connections because in a month there I was pregnant and had Elsie, new mom. It would have been hard to like really run 
the full scale business at that time. So I'm so glad I took all that time to make those connections and really find clarity on what I want to do with Hive. And that's where I am now. So I, I'm just about to launch. No, I have launched. No, I've, I, doors are open, but um, I'm about to close the foundation membership offer on June 30. So this is where it's all kicking off. Yeah. And that'll be, that'll be soon. We'll just talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I actually remember when you kicked off now that I think about it, I was still in Darwin and I was like, I'm coming. And I messaged you and I'm like, I'm coming to Perth. I'm coming to Hive Society. And then you're like, okay, I'm taking a break for my baby. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not there yet anyway. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> that was good. Okay. I just, yeah. I wanted to tell you like what, what I was doing at the time, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I really found with the community, yeah, they propel you forward just even being there because you just get unstuck so easily. I love it. Yeah, and everyone's just genuine and chill and we just have a nice time together. So you can ask questions without feeling like you're going to get judged or you need yeah. to pay 50 bucks for my expertise. Like, no, <laughs> we help one another. It's all give and take. Yeah, it's very like feminine energy kind of group. I I've been to a couple other ones and they, they were very different and yours was very relaxed and what I was looking for. And like, yeah, I just want genuine connection and deep connection. So I cannot recommend it anymore. <laughs> no problem. I wanted to dig in quickly to ish, not doesn't have to be quickly to like those limiting beliefs and those fears and all of that, like stuck feeling like what, how did you overcome those? Like, I feel like we have to self-coach ourselves because you didn't have five yeah um, how did you break through those it was a ton of self-coaching I think I have never stopped learning so I will and I never will really I'll always listen to podcasts and do research and whatever like piques my interest I'll just follow that and you know search them the person who said it on podcasts and find out more and I'm just always learning and it's always giving me different perspectives, different ideas, different, um, you know, teachings basically. And I always try to apply that to myself. I do so much self-reflection. I always try to work through my own limiting beliefs and they pop up all the time. You think you've overcome something? No, <laughs> there it is. So it's just about constantly learning, constantly reflecting and constantly just trying to remember like your strengths and your values and why you're doing this and who you're helping. And, um, you know, you, you end up getting the confidence to work through things or be honest about your reflections. So yeah, it's just all about learning and reflecting, I would say. Yeah, I agree. And like trying to be like working towards trusting yourself. It's yeah, exactly. entrepreneurialism is. yeah exactly and just backing yourself as well yeah it's interesting how we need like other people around us to kind of give us that like let me back myself that that one question that you put out to the world kind of with a group or whatever then you can be like okay now I trust myself and you're like I don't know why I needed that moment like your answer isn't even relevant but I needed that moment <laughs> yeah. yeah sometimes just saying things out loud can be helpful yeah or just writing them down like yeah that's sometimes all you need so it, it just do something I guess is my point like don't just sit there and wallow in your blocks and your limiting beliefs like do something try to learn about them try to reflect try to you know talk to someone about it 
and just getting it off of you is probably the biggest step you you're going to take yeah and and taking action even if even if say like you create something or do something and it doesn't launch or it doesn't go out into the world like that doesn't mean that you wasted time as well because you've learned something or you've moved through some of those limiting beliefs while doing that thing I feel like that happens sometimes too so you're like okay, that's not what I need to put out into the world, but that taught me all these other things and it, it wasn't wasted time. Yeah. Um, just, it got me unstuck as well, just doing that movement. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You either, you either win or you learn. There's no failure. So yeah, just try things, see what sticks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I have a, a new question I wanted to drop on you today. I thought of it just before we got on. <laughs> Very simple question, I think. <laughs> but since we were talking, it was like five, it was like 10 years, no, let's go eight years back. <laughs> um, when you kind of started the journey. Like, so how how would you describe that version of you if you had like three words to describe that version of you versus three words to describe the version of you now? Hmm. <laughs> Victim? Mm. Uh, still optimistic. I'll give myself that <laughs> uh, victim optimistic, but what else? Lost. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I used to be just lost in this big world that didn't know who I was, um, what I wanted to do, what excited me. Like yeah. I didn't know I love it. I'd always lived life according to like what I thought other people like what I thought I should do based on other people's opinions. Now, hmm, excited. I love life. I'm so excited by life. Clear. And that's a hard question. I'm not good at. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Yeah. How does a grounded feel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I feel like I'm a bit of everything and I'm trying to make it all work and I am, and I'm proud of that. So you're doing yeah. great. No, you, you just feel grounded now. Like, I feel like you just came full circle and we're like, okay, I landed, Like, you know, yeah. I had all these ideas spinning and I landed. That's why I had to say that one. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree with that. Like everything that's been going on in my big world in the last eight years, it's all come together. And it feels incredible. I love that. It's really interesting. I remember chatting with, I had a therapist. She was like, just turned 40. And she was talking to the older 40 year old, 40 plus year old therapist. And they were saying, your thirties are all about self-discovery and your forties are all about like being your actual self. And I'm like, so curious to find that moment as well. But then yeah. I think about like, what were your twenties then? Cause your twenties were just chaos and <laughs> what men? Men. <laughs> messy oh messy yes <laughs> that is true <laughs> I guess it's barely having your footing and then 30s is like having your footing and then figuring out who you are then yeah then, yeah totally agree with that yeah so funny but mess describes us all I think um yeah were there any like other challenges you faced say like did when you first started talking to teachers or like classes about this kind of stuff, were there a lot of people against it or any kind of like friction there? 
Well, I guess it was just the fact that like, where are we going to fit this into the curriculum? Mm-hmm. Like there's no space. There's no That's space. They would have said too. Like, that yeah. would have- <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. So it was just a flat out, like, no, we can't fit it in. Mm. But then I'm like, but what's more important? Learning how to like. The mitochondria of the cell. Exactly. (laughs) Measure the angles in triangles or like be an emotionally intelligent um, like child who's thriving. Like what's more important? Yeah. I guess the answer was what we didn't want the answer to be, but yeah. Yeah. So that was probably definitely the biggest block. But I think now quite a few years on, like five or so years on, um, schools are really coming around to that. Thank goodness. And they're implementing a lot more in their health lessons and their daily routines and stuff. So I like that. Yeah. Happy about that. yeah. I'd like to thank us millennials for that change because we, enjoy- so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we get a lot of trash on our, on all those memes about us, but I know so funny because we had to we had to be those students that you know weren't secure in ourselves and weren't emotionally intelligent to be like well fuck this I want to be emotionally intelligent yeah exactly like there has to be a better way and there is yeah and we just had the resources to find out what the better way is so Yeah. yeah I think we're doing a good job making change yeah, I think so. And we were very fortunate. Like I know like the generations before us did their best. They had a lot more hardships probably and a lot more like smaller boxes to fit into. So they tried and yeah. we're very lucky we got the chance to actually make change from like a kind of a safe place. Like we were safe enough to do that. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have social media and stuff like that. So we could oh. make big mistakes and, <laughs> and oh. it would forever yeah saved. not yeah not unhappy about that I'm very happy about that me too I do miss being able to like go over to your friend's house and knock on their door though and be like come outside yeah. or like just calling the home phone uh hi is Jen there <laughs> yeah and having to talk to their parents yeah <laughs> and having a home phone in your room and stuff that was so weird oh I did not have a home phone in my room <laughs> I did Someone's a bit fancy. Yeah, very spoiled, apparently. <laughs> That's hilarious. So if we were to, I love the reminiscing, but let's go future then. So if we were talk, talking to about future Mel, what would that look like? Look, the vision for your business? Um, you know, are you thinking empire or <laughs> mindset empire? I feel like that's that's the call yeah. for you. Oh, of course. You have to have big outrageous dreams so I would love to so uh currently we're only having meetups in Perth because that's where I am and I can oversee that but I would love to grow Hive Society to the point where I can have Perth Hive Society, Queensland Hive Society, Melbourne Hive Society and it's full of women from that area because I don't want Hive Society to just become so big that it's unmanageable and every individual woman gets lost. So if I can grow it to a point where I can then divide it into states and have like a head person who oversees live events and also keeps the community thriving with my assistance as well and each individual community grows and grows but not over capacity. 
Mm-hmm. But that's probably my biggest fear is just women coming in and getting a lot from it, but then just getting lost, just getting completely lost. Like every person is important. I want every person to be able to make connections, like real human connections and truly benefit from it. So yeah, that's, that's where I see hive society going, just like growing and growing to the point where I can divide, divide and conquer. (laughs) I love that. I love that you thought about that fact. Cause yeah, there's like heaps of communities where they were amazing and then yeah, you get lost in them. Yeah. It's sad. But everyone always has that goal to keep growing, but they don't realize that that sometimes is like what hinders the whole, the whole thing. But Yeah, that's it. That's it. You have to be aware of like what your growth could mean for your clients or the people who are part of your community mm-hmm. and they, they come first. So yeah, I'm always thinking about that for sure. Yeah. I love that. I'm actually so curious to see what like hive in different states will end up looking like evolving into because everyone in each state is a bit, it's a little bit different and like yeah. interesting. <laughs> I know. I know. I'd love to like just fly around one day, just hop into each state, meet everyone like yeah I want to experience more of like the business community in other states because Perth is the one I found like has the biggest one or I don't even know it's the most apparent one because I feel like everyone out east flies over here for community too yeah that's (laughs) true so I'm curious what it would be like in the other states yeah yeah I it's you don't really hear about it when you're not in in those states so yeah yeah I definitely am so grateful for being here because I was like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, I can't believe it still. You have like the most beautiful beaches and then you have the most beautiful community of people. Everyone's like part spiritual, part like, you know, go out in nature and then part like let's fucking do cool shit and build yeah. awesome stuff. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I wouldn't change love a thing. <laughs> I love it. So I usually end the episode uh, with a question. So what is one piece of advice or inspiration you'd love to leave the listeners with? Oh, (laughs) nothing, nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. Like your brain is the most phenomenal tool that you have. Don't underestimate it. Like you can do, you can change anything. You can do anything. Your brain, if it's something that you want badly enough, it will do the things inside there to make that thing happen. Like you have so much more control over your life than you ever imagined. So don't underestimate your brain. Don't underestimate what you can achieve. Just change something. If there's something you're not happy with, change it. You can and you will make your life incredible if that's what you want. That's my, oh, and if I can just say one thing. Sure. If you can do one thing today to change your mindset, do a gratitude practice. That's my one piece of information of advice. That's a good point. That's that's (laughs) a really good way to do it. Yeah. It's really easy. Well, it's probably the easiest way to start. (laughs) The easiest way to start. And it completely changes the way your brain works when you do it enough times. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, gratitude practice. I love that. I would love everyone yet yeah, to just remember, like we are connected to the planet as much as we don't, we want to like separate ourselves from it and not even be close to it. We are still created from the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. 
I love it. Oh, and actually, if people want to see some evidence of that, there is, I had an episode, I don't know if you heard, listened to it, where um, the woman who came on, Carla, she healed herself with her mind. She had a stroke and she healed herself with her mind with affirmations. That is the power of the mind. <laughs> like, yeah. that is, there's some evidence if you guys want to go back. I think it's episode 16. But just I love that. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to listen to that anything. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, if you want to find out more about uh, the power of the brain and healing yourself, Google Marissa Pia, Marissa with one S, M-A-R-I-S-A, Pia, P-E-E-R. She is fascinating. I love her. Oh, interesting. What does she, what does she teach or what? Uh, she is a hypnotherapist, but she's the creator of rapid transformational therapy. And mm-hmm. it's basically talking about how your brain can heal you really like what you tell your brain um influences what happens within your body and she has so many success stories and incredible transformations and I can't get enough of it right now (laughs) oh that sounds so good yeah Yeah. we need to we need to stop outsourcing all of our beliefs and all of our I don't know healing and everything like that it's really the theme of life right now (laughs) Yeah. Bring it in. You can heal from within. You can you can trust yourself from within. You can you can do all these hard things. We can do hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think if everyone underestimates the brain, but it's the most incredible tool on planet Earth. So, yeah. and I and I think that problem is like we need to kind of like learn to not control it, but learn to live with it too, because it sits there and it tells us all these nonsense stories. But you can reprogram that to stop telling you nonsense stories and start telling you these good things and I think that's what the gratitude journaling does that's exactly right yeah that's neuroplasticity you can change the way your brain works you can change your habits you can change your behaviors and it takes all it really takes is repetition so whatever your new belief or your new habit needs to be just repeat it as much as possible that means like visualizing it in your brain every day visualizing what you want that means like positive affirmations every day that means like oh what is it like doing an action board that's what I'm trying to say like having an action board or a vision board and seeing pictures of it every single day like the repetition is what will like strengthen these neural pathways and get your new habit or belief like solidly in your brain so repeat 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 (laughs) yeah yeah and I feel like what they do I can't I can't stop going on about this (laughs) I know I feel like what they do is they let you hold that like strength and like that vibration within yourself of being like pushing away from that victim mode you're like elevating yourself back up and being like no no I don't want to be a victim I want to be here in the middle right now I'm going to hold this vibration and then your brain will tell you something nonsensey and you'll get pushed back down and like that's why you have to repeat it and bring it like carve that that's the neuroplasticity analogy doesn't it like carve that new road in the the grass kind of thing yeah exactly Oh. I could go on forever. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. Um, I wanted to, you know, wrap up with, of course, like where can our listeners find you online with the Hive Society and everything else that you're doing? Yeah, so Hive Society. Hive is with two eyes. H-I-I-V-E. At Hive Society on Instagram. Um, Facebook forward slash Hive Society on Facebook. I've got a Facebook group for women in business. Um, just 
do facebook.com slash groups slash Hive Society and you'll find it. And then I've got the website, hivesociety.com. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Amazing. I will link all of those below. Thank you. No problem. Oh, how did you come up with the name? Oh, so my name is Melissa and, <laughs> and Melissa in Greek means honeybee. So I've always liked bees. And then I thought, Hive, you've got this huge network of bees and they're all, they're not competing with one another. They're just all coming together for the greater good. And they're all helping one another. They're all working hard. They're all doing their thing and they're thriving, like keeping their queen safe and making the honey and they're all just thriving together and so yeah that's where sort of hive came about and then society because it's a community and the two eyes because one eye was taken (laughs) (laughs) well there's two people coming together that's what what I sort of thought like the two eyes are kind of like two people yeah community that's cute I really like it I had to ask because it yeah I love bees too and like they yeah, they're just fascinating. And they hold our whole world together, basically. Yeah. So society is like the root of our world. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it just works. I love it. Okay, <laughs> amazing. Thank you. I will wrap up there. I am so grateful that you came on. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. My first ever podcast and I've loved it. <laughs> I love it. I'm so grateful to be that first podcast for you. But yeah, I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We actually forgot to talk about the Hive Society closing the foundation membership in two days. This has come out on June 28th and on the 30th, the foundation membership goes away. That gives you full access to the community and the course and all of the other goodies. After the 30th, you do not get the course included lifetime. So please jump on and join, go to hivesociety.com. And I really am passionate about what she's passionate about. So please check that out. I have wonderful news. The Website Transformation Academy is available for pre-sale right now for VIPs. And this means that the $9,000 worth of value in that course, which is a website in a week course, teaching you all the fundamentals of how to build a website really easily either building a website from scratch or redesigning your crummy WordPress website. I know that a lot of us have started off with basic WordPress websites, and I would love for you to have the tools to be able to redesign it, rebuild it, and have a website that is very healthy. So if you'd like to jump on the VIP list, there are only 10 spots available for the lifetime access and the one-on-one WhatsApp support that does come with the VIP access. You're also getting it at $333 versus it will be $777 very soon. So VIPs get on the list. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so freaking grateful to have shared the space with you today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would absolutely love it if you joined me on Instagram. I'd love to connect in the DMs and chat all things transformation. Hear some of your stories, your journey. It would be so, so cool would also mean the world to me if you did just click the little follow bell on Spotify or head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a quick review. With your help, we can help more people feel the incredible depths of transformation through stories and teaching shared here. And, you know, please remember, you can do anything you hear here too. It is not for just other people to do. You can do it too. Thank you so much, gorgeous soul. See you on the next episode.